Blog Talk Radio. I want to tell you something. God wants to do some things that seem so unreal. God wants to do some things that you think there's no way God could ever do those things. But yet that's the very thing and things that God wants to do because he's a faithful God. And he's a God that we can trust. And he's a God that we can rely on. And he's a God that's patient. He's a God that's kind. Good being with you today. This is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I want to continue a a message on uh, observations for uh, 2020. This has been a very interesting time, in some ways a very unsettling time. And it's, uh, it's really a, a time where uh, we need the peace of Christ. Colossians talks about the, the peace of Christ ruling in our hearts and being thankful. You know, it's amazing. Before I ever started pastoring a church, I thought I knew a lot about it. But then when I, when I actually started doing it, I realized I didn't know near what I thought I knew. But yet I've, I've discovered even through, through mistakes I've made, through things I've done right, I've discovered that God is a faithful God and God is a patient God and God is a, is a loving God. And, and God doesn't give up on people uh, very easily. The Bible says that he's not willing that any should perish. And, and I know that verse has to do with coming into relationship with Christ, but but uh, it also says in Hosea that my people perish due to a lack of knowledge, and God doesn't want us to to perish in our in our personal lives. And and I, I'm just um, I'm hearing uh, a lot of accusation uh, out there. And uh, also uh, just a religious spirit. You know, a religious spirit is a know-it-all spirit. A religious spirit uh, knows what you're supposed to be doing. See, it knows what you're supposed to be doing. And uh, it's not good when we uh, know or if it comes across in an accusatory way that we know what someone else should be doing. We need to be careful of that and we need to walk in in love with people and the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that we we see through a mirror dimly but one day we're going to see face to face. So we don't see everything in this life. We don't understand everything in this life. We do understand some things, but we don't understand everything. And so be careful if if uh, people are um, friends or or whatever are are accusing you or or are telling you in in a religious way with no love what you're supposed to be doing. You need to be careful of that because that's most likely not coming from the Lord. It's it's coming from the enemy of our soul. And, you know, to assume that uh, one race is racist, whatever race that would, would be, is, uh, in my opinion, 
is not a good assumption to assume that all people are that way. Now, now we know that the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means everybody. But that's why God sent Jesus. Jesus was sent to bridge the gap. Jesus was sent because on the cross, Jesus dealt with uh, racism because he dealt with with every sin and, and racism is rooted in division. So there's a spirit that's that's wanting to divide that's wanting to divide people, that's wanting to divide friendships. We have to remember that the Bible says to speak the truth in love. It's not enough just to speak the truth. But we're to speak the truth and then we're to have love behind that speaking of the truth. Psalms 131 verses 1 through 3 says, The Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my ears lofty, neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. You know, the psalmist says, I don't I don't get involved in things that are higher than I am. I don't get involved in things that are high. You know, David had responsibility for a, a lot of people, but he says, I'm like a, a weaned child, and and I've learned, and I'm learning. David said, I've learned how to be nurtured by God. I wonder if you learned that, or are you learning that, how to be nurtured by God, how to be loved by God. You know, the Bible says, or the Bible teaches that God is love. That means God loves you. Yes, God loves you. God loves you. And then you can take that finger and point it at you and say, God loves you. I remember many years ago when I um, had a breakdown and as I came out of that uh, breakdown, horrible situation, but as I came out of it, God said something to me. The first thing God said to me was, I'm not ashamed of you. And uh, that was kind of an amazing thing because I'd done some things that were shameful, but yet God said, I'm not ashamed of you. You know, God was saying, in effect, those things that you've done are not really who you are. And then the other thing God said is he said, nothing has changed. And, you know, he told me as a single man that I was called, that I was called to preach the word, that I was called to preach the gospel. And God said, nothing has changed. Nothing of that call has changed. Hosea chapter 2 says, verses 14 through 15, Therefore, behold, I will allure her, will bring her in the wilderness, and speak comfort to her. Now, this is talking about Israel, but I believe it's, it's also applicable to us. 
And then he says, I will give her her vineyards from there and the valley of Acre as a door of hope. She shall, she shall sing there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up from the land of Egypt. So one of the things we learn in the wilderness is we learn that man shall not live by bread alone, but man shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We learn in the wilderness how to hear God, and as we hear God and obey God, we're going to come out of the wilderness into the promised land because you have to remember the people were in the wilderness because they didn't know because of the sin of unbelief. God showed them a land, a land that was big, that was spacious, and he told them this land is already yours. But they saw all the obstacles. They saw all the giants. And so they talked themselves out of the land. But God says in the wilderness, I want you to hear my voice. I want you to hear that I'm a mighty God and that I want to do great and mighty things to you and also through you. The Bible says when they came out of the the wilderness that they came out with silver and gold and there was not one sick person among them. They came out of that hard place and they came out blessed. He says he'll turn the valley of trouble into a door of hope. Uh, hope is confident expectation of good. And it says in that wilderness, you'll begin to sing. In that wilderness, a song will begin to rise up within your heart. And as you begin to sing, it, it, it says that God will give you your vineyards. God will give you what he's promised you in that place of of the wilderness, in that place of trouble. He'll turn it into a, a valley, the valley of Achor, which Achor means trouble, into a door of hope. And this is what God is wanting to do in his people. He's wanting to turn it. He's wanting to turn it into a door of hope. In uh, Psalms 126, says, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. It's, it seems so unreal. I want to tell you something. God wants to do some things that seem so unreal. God wants to do some things that you think there's no way God could ever do those things. But yet that's the very thing and things that God wants to do because he's a faithful God and he's a God that we can trust and he's a God that we can rely on and he's a God that's patient the Bible says that love is patient love is kind he's a God that's kind you know in that very dark place God told me nothing's changed nothing that I've called you to do or be has changed and God told me, he said, I'll restore your mind. I'll restore your mind. I'll restore your marriage. And I'll restore your ministry. Didn't I didn't have really have any ministry, but in God's mind I had a ministry because he called me to be a prophet. To be a prophet while I was in my mother's womb. There was that call on my life. 
to do great and mighty things. He said, I'll restore your marriage, and I've seen God restore my marriage. I've seen God restore my mind. Now, there's some things I haven't seen God restore yet, but I know that God is going to restore. God is going to restore it all. And I want to tell you something. Whatever the devil is, has stolen from you, has taken from you, you can put a demand and put a demand on God and put a demand on the enemy and tell the enemy that he's got to restore. And he don't just restore one for one. In the scriptures, it says he'll restore either twofold or he'll restore sevenfold. But maybe the thing that you need restored most of all is you need your relationship with the Lord restored. You've not had a relationship with the Lord, or maybe you've had one, but you've walked away from the Lord. So I want you to pray with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I give myself to you. I give my life to you. I want to follow you. I want to live for you. And I turn from the way I've been living. And I turn to you and I receive you. Jesus, I receive you as Lord. And I thank you for coming into my life. And I thank you for changing me and making me into the kind of man or woman you want me to be. And I thank you, God, also for filling me to overflowing filling me with your Holy Spirit. And I pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that and you prayed that sincerely from your heart, you become a new creature in Christ. I'd love to hear about that. If you've done that, you could reach out to me on my uh, newlifebeginningschurch.com on the church page. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcast. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.